Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, you know, it would be really cool if you could subscribe. But you know what? I've got a big thank you. For the 300 subscribers now to the Lakers Fast Break, we hit 300 and we're so thankful for it. So if you have been one of our 300 subscribers, thank you so much. And if you haven't, please do so today if you can. It'd be greatly appreciated because you get the latest notifications on when we go live, like tomorrow night after the game against Golden State, and even more great stuff that we've got planned for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So go ahead and subscribe today. We truly appreciate it. Plus, again, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. And, of course, our good friends Laker Tom, who I heard a rumor on Twitter is coming back to us. He is on the mend, and he's actually, I heard a rumor, maybe be as back with us as early as Sunday. So go ahead and check out Laker Tom and his latest articles today, and also Jamie Sweet and his five things articles today at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And also, as a special please, go ahead and check out the great shows of Domination Sports Nation. And if you can go ahead and check out all those great shows and all those great places, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, one of the things out there that we like to do so much during the course of the year is play fantasy sports. Fantasy football is well underway. I go ahead and I announce you guys every single time out that I go ahead and I host the Inside Sports Fantasy Football Show. My friends and I, we do a great job of going ahead and breaking down what to look for and and who's doing what and who's doing where in the NFL each and every week. So one of the things I always like to talk about is fantasy sports. I've won several leagues in basketball and football. So one of the things I thought I would go ahead and do as a part of Lakers weekend is go ahead and talk today about fantasy basketball. Just take a few minutes of time out of your day to go ahead and check out what to look forward to this season in fantasy basketball. 
And here today to talk some fantasy basketball are two great guests of mine. In fact, they're my co-hosts on the Inside Sports Fantasy Football. They go over from the fantasy football now into the fantasy basketball scene. They have played with me in several leagues already at fantasy basketball. In fact, I've got a thing for you out there. If you want to be part of the official Lakers Fast Break Basketball League, the Fantasy Basketball League, I've got a link in the description below on YouTube, and I'll go ahead and make sure it's posted for everyone out there that's listening to this podcast. So if you want to go ahead and join us, please go ahead and do so. It links right there. Our draft is on Thursday, so that's coming up pretty soon, about Thursday the 13th, right around 5 p.m. Pacific. So go ahead and check that out on Yahoo. It's right there for you. But here today are two great guests indeed. They are my co-hosts, as I said, on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It is Chris and Dom Lardieri. Guys, great to have you here. I know no cameras because I know you're going through some technical issues, but glad to have you guys here nonetheless talking some fantasy basketball. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for letting me be on. No, no problem. Great to have you here. I know I love it when you guys are on every time giving us your insight on the fantasy football scene out there. Penny, my cat, big shout out to you, my friend. Always glad to have you here in the chat room. Already started. If you have any questions or thoughts on fantasy basketball, on what players to look at, things of that nature in your upcoming draft, or you want to join our draft, our league coming up here that's going to draft start Thursday, and you can go ahead. I'll put the link below right there for you in the description. But I do want to go ahead. If you have any questions, please feel free to speak out in the chat room or go ahead and hit me up at Lakers Fast Break or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. I know, Chris, you're here as well. Great to have you aboard as always, my friend. I know the football scene is really where your expertise is at. If somebody takes a listen to their show, they'll know that. But I know you know your share of sports as well. Thank you, and it's, it's nice to be back. Glad to hear it, my friend. So, Dom, I'm going to hit you with this first question. When it comes to playing fantasy basketball, when it comes to looking over a fantasy basketball team, what is the first thing that you look for when it comes to a player at the top or near the top of your rankings in your upcoming draft? Well, it's always nice to have a superstar. And I think a player that is just all around great, like a Nicole Jokic player. I mean, Nicole Jokic is one of a kind, but he gets you rebounds, he gets you assists, and he gets the points when he needs to. And that's just all around great player. And that's great for fantasy basketball. It's a little different from football, obviously a little more complicated, but I like an all around player and he's going to get you a lot of points. Absolutely, because there's the two different styles of fantasy basketball when it comes to either head-to-head on a week-by-week basis where you'll go against another team for maybe three or four times. There's also the rotisserie leagues, which takes place over the course of an entire season, which is what I prefer. That way, if I have a couple weeks where I need to go ahead and maybe go on vacation or do a lot of work or gets kind of busy, I'm not able to keep up on a regular basis as far as moving my players around for each and every game. So I kind of like or prefer, I've played both, I've won both, but I kind of prefer the rotisserie leagues. Petting my cat says this guy and Madman from Toronto share internet provisors. Chris Lardieri, I can tell you right now, Petting my cat, if you listen to him on the Inside Sports Fantasy Football, I will tell you right now, he sounds a lot better there. I guarantee you he sounds a lot better there. We use actually use Restream on that one, so he sounds really good on that one. So I will give him a little bit of credit there. It's kind of kind of different than what we go through on the uh, stuff we're going with Sean, but absolutely. Just is there room to join the league? Petting my cat, 
Absolutely. I've got plenty of spaces open. I just made the league the other day. There's plenty of spaces open. I know Chris and Dom, I know you go, you're going to put your team in there here in a little bit. Actually got, I think about 10 spaces left. So we just opened it up. So there's plenty of people that can go ahead and join the league. You're all welcome to. If we got more than 12, you know what? I'll open up another league and I'll go ahead and be a part of that one as well. So that's not a problem. We'll always go ahead and make sure everybody is taken care of here at the Lakers Fast Break. The first thing, obviously, like you said, Dominic, uh, when you're talking about the what you look for in a, a basketball player at the top of your draft, Obviously, trying to get the most out of each category is great. And that's uh, what you're looking for as far as, you know, someone that can get you points, rebounds, as maybe it assists the blocks. Try and get you a four-tier player that can go ahead and score well at each and every point. Maybe also as well get you some threes on top of that. I know Nikola Jokic is a very much of a favorite individual, and he's number one on almost every prospective top 100 right now. The reason why I like Nikola Jokic as my number one is something a little bit different between him and maybe almost every other player right now, Dom. And and you can disagree with me this if you want, but his durability over the past five seasons, him and Giannis Antetokounmpo have been the most durable players that I've seen pretty much at the top level, at a superstar level than anyone out there the past five seasons. Yeah, I'll actually agree with you there. You're right. There's been a lot of injuries throughout the NBA. It's hard to stay healthy. It's hard to play a full season. But Jokic and Giannis, they both are very durable, and they're the superstars for their respective teams. And they've been lucky to not get hurt, and I don't see them getting hurt anytime soon. So I think they're safe picks, and especially if you have that top three pick, those are the guys to go get. They are. I'm very happy with what I see when it comes to what we're seeing with him and his production. Yes, he is the two-time MVP. You could say it's like, uh, you know, whoever you want to say as far as the past two years could be someone else as far as MVP. If you wanted to go with other players that are, that are just had just as good of seasons as far as maybe Joel Embiid, maybe Luka Doncic. I know you're talking about players of that, but when it comes to fantasy basketball, we have to look at things a little bit different. When you're looking for your top pick, You want someone that's going to go across the board with as many categories doing well as possible. So Nikola Jokic seems to be in your mind and mine as probably the number one pick right now. If you're looking at someone else, let's say, because obviously you're in a draft, not everybody's going to get that first pick. But if you're in a top five draft, is there anyone else that you're looking at as far as that someone that can go ahead and you know, provide many of the things that Nikola Jokic provides to a team. I'll give you one. Is Luka Doncic. He's another great superstar player for the Mavericks. Um, He can do everything. He's not just a scorer. He can play some defense. He gets rebounds. He does everything like Jokic. And he's a guard instead of a center. So if you like guards more than centers and you want to go get Luka, I would go get him. Or even another good player is Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. He can get you a three. He could give you 40 points any night. And he also gets rebounds and plays some good defense. So I like those two guys. I think they're the closest to Jokic and they can do a little bit of everything. I agree with you. There's one more name and I mentioned him earlier, Giannis Tentacumpo, who was for quite some time, the number one choice out there before the rise of, of course, Nikola Jokic. I think he's someone that can get you a predominant amount of points 
and things of that nature as far as numbers, a predominant amount of numbers in several different categories, points, rebounds, steals, blocks, which is very important because of the fact that, you know, Giannis, as everybody knows, plays a, a tremendous amount of defense, would have been a premier defender in the league for quite some time. Three-pointers, obviously, is something he's always tried to work on. He's a little bit uh, maybe on the shorter end there, but maybe that's something he can branch out and do a little bit better this season. Who knows? Outside of that, is there anybody right now as far as at a top-tier level, maybe at a top-10 level that you're looking at? Because, again, like let's say in our draft, there's 12 teams in our draft that are going to be making those picks. What if you fall into a 5-10 to 10 situation where you're falling right there who would you be looking at that might be able to be as close to those guys as possible? As close, it's pretty hard for that, but I like to have depth on fantasy basketball teams. You want to get every little bit that you can get on your team and have a widespread team. It doesn't have to be full of superstars, but I'm going to go and say that a Joel Embiid or a Lamelo Ball is at that level for fantasy basketball. Both of those two players, you can get them in the late first round, maybe even the early second round. And those two guys are going to give you a lot of progression and they're going to get you some points as well. So if you're looking for a deeper team, I would get those guys. One of the things I do want to ask you is when you're doing in most of these drafts or snake drafts where it snakes down, you know, the, you know, the guy that's picking at number 10, 11, 12, is going to be able to be the first picks in the second round and it swings back and forth and what have you. Is that a preference to you or is it preference to you to go up higher in a traditional, let's say one, two or three slot in a draft? I don't know. For fantasy basketball, I, I'd say for football, I like to be in the middle. But for basketball, I love to have that top five pick. I could just snag a superstar player. He's going to be my main guy on my team. And then I just build from there. But I usually say top five is where I like to go. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. One of the things I do want to ask you, and again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's Gerald Glasser along with Chris and Dom Lardieri. 
please go ahead and check out not only what they do with my show, the Inside Sports Fantasy Football, which they are a tremendous part of, but their own show, the Domination Sports Nation, which covers a lot of great things in the world of sports. Go ahead and check it out today, the Domination Sports Nation, wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll make sure I put a little something right there as far as in your description for everyone out there that's listening to this on the audio end of it to put a description on that. And also I'll go ahead and put it in post for YouTube as well. One of the things I want to go ahead and talk about is some, maybe some players that are going to be in that second, third, fourth round. Like you said, Dom, players that are going to be able to provide depth for you at several different positions. Is the focus of then, as far as what you're looking for, someone who can play multiple position, who can be categorized in a multiple position, i.e., let's say a Putting You can put them at a point or a shooting guard, or maybe you can put them at a swing, at a guard or a forward position. Is this something that becomes more paramount with your second, third, and fourth picks? Obviously, you like to have that depth, like a Pascal Siakam, who is the Raptor center, but he's long and lengthy, and he also has that skill of maybe going to the guard slot if they need to put him there. Also, Scotty Barnes, I like him as well. He may not be a second or third round player, but he still has that depth, and even a Trey Young, listen, he's not the biggest guy, but obviously he's the Hawks' main guy. Even if they traded for DeJounte Murray, I like to look at Trey Young as well. Even if he's not as taller and he's not going to give you that size, a lot of people are doubting him with the DeJounte Murray trade, so I think you could snag him. Okay, and is there anybody out there that you're seeing that maybe some some surprises or maybe some some players that – maybe are are looking to be a little bit under the radar that you think might have a breakout season, might have a good season that people need to be aware of. Well, Tyrese Halliburton, he Mm -hmm. was traded away and he's on the Pacers right now, right? Is that, am I Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, you are correct. Yes. Pacers are a rebuilding team. They get him in that trade deal with the Kings for Javonta Sabonis. I really like Tyrese Halliburton. I liked him coming out of Iowa state. He's a long, lengthy guard, and you could even move him to the small forward, power forward position. He's a guy that's going to switch around for the Pacers, especially because they're rebuilding. They could do whatever they want with him. And I think he's one of their best players on that team, obviously, because they're rebuilding. Well, i.e. tanking for Victor Wembanyama, so that's okay. You know, If you want to say they're tanking for Victor Wembanyama, then that's, all, that's quite all right for me because I know that a lot of teams, after seeing Victor Wembanyama, or last week, like I did, I know that a lot of teams now are reevaluating their position as far as if they're on the lower end or if they're a mid-tier team that maybe they should go ahead and start thinking about a run for tanking because with him and Scoot Henderson at the top of the draft, a lot of people are thinking about readjusting their league. And with that, I want to ask you this. Does that come into play as a fantasy football governor? Because, of course, we saw Tyrese Halliburton. He has done well since he's moved over to the Indiana Pacers. He is someone, like you said, is going to be one of their best players, if not their best player on that team. There's a very real possibility that Indiana Pacers, if they go into tank mode, could have him out for an extended time with a, you know, whatever, name your injury, just i.e., we're going to sit you down like Oklahoma City did with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Your thoughts on that, could that be a problem? Because when you have a lot of these teams, I mean, in the past, you and I would go ahead and get players from these bad teams that, 
okay, he's going to be a good player for this bad team. I know he's going to give me 20 points, maybe something else in another category or two, but I really know he's going to give me some good stats because he's going to be a great player on a lousy team. That could be a quite different story now because of the fact that if you're playing well on a really bad team, you may not be able to play a full 82 games or not even come close because of a quote-unquote injury that might take you out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I like what you said there. Those are some good thoughts. Uh, you made the point with Shea Gildas-Alexander. I had him a year ago, and I thought it was a good pick at the time. And, you know, some nights they'll just say he's sitting out for no reason just because obviously the Thunder are tanking and they got Shet Holmgren. And that's even what the Thunder are doing now with Chet Holmgren. They He had a Liz Frank injury. Obviously, he's out for the year. But even my dad and I were saying how, oh, he's hurt. But are they just sitting him out to sit him out and try to get Wembenyama and may, possibly create this super team out of a draft? So I don't know. Everyone's tanking, like you said, for this freak athlete, Wembenyama, who is the real deal. He is the real deal. I saw him live two games. I was literally just a few feet away from him. And to see this guy in person, to see the things he does, I really still think, and I'm going to say this clearly to everyone out there, as I've said before, I think that if you, they need to stop. These, all these draft experts need to stop comparing him to Porzingis or Samson or Gobert or anybody over seven feet. It is a wrong comparison. If Victor Wembenyama was a six foot seven, six foot eight wing player doing the things he did, he would still be the number one choice for the draft as far as next year. Even above the awesome Scoot Henderson, who's played tremendously in that first game. He unfortunately was hurt for the second game, but he looks to be fine. I would tell you right now, he would be the number one choice if he was 6'7 or 6'8. Yet he is 7'4 and change, according to my good friend, Mr. Rafael Barlow of NBA Big Board. He measured out to 7'4 and change. So that makes it even better, makes it even more realistic choice. So now that all these teams have seen him in action, there's a lot of play, a lot of teams out there that are positioning themselves. And one of the ways they could do that in the process of tanking is whatever good players that they have, whatever good stat or good scoring or good relatively productive players that they have, yeah, definitely could be something to, to look out for. If you're going and playing fantasy basketball and you're drafting, you might want to think about that when you're looking at those second, third, fourth rounds of those 20-point-a-game players on bad teams. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and honestly, I agree with you. And You made a lot of great points so far and a lot of what I was going to say, but going back to Wembenyama about you're saying the comparisons, he's like a Stephen Curry if he was 7'4". That's how good he is. I've watched the highlights, and Scoot Henderson looks just as good for the G League Ignite, but this is a one-of-one one player, and I, I think a lot of teams are going to make a run at him. And I just want to think, because you saw him in person, yeah. what are your thoughts about him? He With Scoot or with Victor? Uh, both of them. Uh, Victor, like I said, Victor, you know, it's just – the thing was, he was more impressive on the Thursday game because, yeah, oh, sure, Tuesday he he sank 7 of 11 from three-pointers. And, Paul, yes, I'm going to get to your question. He sank 7 of 11 three-pointers on Tuesday. He was hot. He was in that second half. He did everything right. He went from a player that people were, like, questioning in, going into halftime to a no-doubt-about-it, one of the greatest all-time prospects in the history of basketball right there and then. But then he comes back on Thursday, 
his three-point shot isn't working as well. And that's the fascinating part. His three-point shot was not working as well on Thursday as it was Tuesday, and he still found so many different ways to score and be productive on that offense. Still had the vision to find several of his teammates with good, clean, crisp passes, really solid playmaking, and the fact, of course, that he is you know seven five. He's going to just even if he just goes and plays average as far as his defense is concerned, just because of his length which he didn't. He hustled. He played outstanding defense. He still gets beat on the pick and roll for every now and then, but still, he'll learn that as far as how to defend that better in the NBA. But his reach and the fact he disrupts so much on the defensive end, of course, at 7-4, obviously makes for a, a player that's going to be something that's special down the road. And no wonder why everybody's going to be tanking. And of course, that leads to everybody. what I was talking about with the fantasy basketball side. Scoot, is tremendous. That kid's got a lot of heart. Kid's got a lot of moxie. He's an alpha dog. He took it as a mission on that Tuesday night to go ahead and prove in that first half he is a top-tier player. His mid-range is killer. Absolutely killer. His three-point shot looks improved because that was shaky last year. But then again, he's a 17-year-old kid in the G League. So what do you expect? He's already had time in the G League, which is only going to help him get a better start in the league. He, I mean, the way he played in that second half as well, once Victor Wembiyama started blocking his shots, started figuring him out a little bit because Scoot was having his way with him in the first half, Scoot found other ways to go ahead and be involved. He got teammates involved. His passing and playmaking was really solid, and it was really something to see. He's very athletic. He's very strong. He, he just someone that, I mean, any other draft in the past 10 years, he would probably be the number one pick in the draft. But unfortunately, it's the same year that Victor Wembiyama is on the same draft. So yeah, just two sensations. I mean, you can't lose if you pick one or two of these guys, which again leads to the situation where there, a lot of these teams are going to be tanking. You better be wary out there, fantasy basketball owners and governors out there, wherever you want to phrase it. You got to make sure you know that these guys that are on bad teams may not get a full 75, 80 games in. They may actually be asked to play a lot less or may have an quote unquote injury. So you got to be, you know, buyer beware when you're going to go ahead and go get these guys in your upcoming draft. Yeah, I like what you said about both of them. That's a once a lifetime experience seeing those two players go against each other. But I just wanted to say how. These college kids, obviously, coming out of college, they're great players built for the NBA, but the G League players and the international guys are something else, aren't they? We've seen Absolutely. Porzingis, international guy. We saw Jalen Green come out of the G League Ignite. So I think the G League and obviously international is going to be the real deal. The one question I have is about the Thompson twins, who are 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", twins, who looked really good. They're playing for Overtime Elite, which is another organization they're playing a, a ton of games around the world and hopefully get those kids experience on that. I'm on that end. So we're playing club teams and pro teams overseas. And here they're playing, I think as far as exhibition games against uh, G league teams or other exhibition teams. So that's the only question I think, as far as this whole scenario and process G league Ignite, you're going to be playing against either a club team, like already that you set up with, like you did last week, or you're going to be playing against a NBA 
uh, a prospect team, an NBA team with, with uh, not an NBA team per se, but an NBA G League team with NBA prospects on it. So it's a little bit more solidified there, but the overtime elite still in question, but we'll see how that ha- you know happens. Although the Thompson twins really look good from what I've seen of them as well. So it's going to be a loaded draft, and which again brings us back around to fantasy basketball and why, please, you got to make sure you're aware. Like, for instance, if you're going to go for a player like Shea Gilgis Alexander on Oklahoma City, who you know is going to tank, especially with Chet Holmgren out for the year, you got to make sure and be aware that, you know, when you get SGA, eh, you, you're probably going to get about 60 games from him if he's healthy the entire year. Yeah, it's definitely something to look out for, and I'm gonna have to keep that in mind. I have a draft tonight at eight o'clock, so yep. I'll look out for those. Like the Orlando Magic, for example, the Rockets—they're all gonna Utah be Jazz, San Antonio yes. Spurs. Yeah, all those teams that are we or know already on the surface that are gonna tank. You got to be aware of that before you, uh, as you head in your draft, or if you go ahead and join our draft. I put the link for our league in the comments and also be in the description. So please go ahead and check it out. We've got several spots open, still available. And if they all get filled up, I'll just make another league and I'll join that one too. So go ahead and please be a part of the Lakers fast break fantasy basketball league. But Paul Terry, (laughs) Mr. Fire Darvin Ham himself, he had a thing where he said, Hey Gerald, I have a three team trade idea. Draymond and healed to LA Russ in the 2027 to Indiana and Turner plus 2029 to Golden State. I know these three-way deals since the Draymond Green (laughs) fisticuffs per se have uh, unfortunately come to a head. I know that Trey Young's comments about, oh, he's just trying to work his way to L.A. I know that Draymond himself has a great relationship with LeBron James. I still don't know what that really does for the Lakers, but, you know, as far as Draymond, because Draymond works so well on Golden State Warriors, I'm not sure you can take the same things that he does and get the same effect on any other basketball team, but that's something that we might see because after this, I'm not sure if Golden State is actually going to go ahead and offer him an extension. It just might let him walk because, you know, with Jordan Poole going to need an extension and also – Wiggins going to need an extension. It's going to be difficult with a team that that kind of high salary output that already the fact that they're way, way into the mega tax as far as that's concerned, that if they're going to go ahead and commit to all three years players, and you're talking about Draymond, who's on the downside of his career, who can only give you what he used to give you at certain points of time in the season. We even saw in the playoffs, he couldn't give you what he needed to give you each and every game. So Dom, I mean, before we get back into the fantasy basketball league, you're gonna—I know you saw the footage. It's been out there on Twitter. It's been seen by millions of people already. At the behest of what you know, Golden State is now very embarrassed by, and they're obviously very angry that the footage got out there. But your thoughts on this? I mean, again, Draymond to L.A. or anywhere else? What, you're just not sure of the fit on that. But seeing how that that's a possibility now, because the fact is, Draymond might be on the move after what happened and the punch that he gave to Jordan Poole. Yeah, I'm not even sure if he even fits on the Warriors anymore, but obviously, like you said, I don't think they'll be giving him an extension after this incident. It was confusing, but as a Warriors fan, I've always known that Draymond's been a hothead. You've seen the incidents with LeBron in the past or the Steven Adams incident, so he's always let people get the best of him, and in this case, he punched Jordan Poole, and He's one of the bright young players for the Warriors, so 
I didn't like seeing that. And obviously Draymond said he's going to take a little time away from the team, which I think is the right choice. Absolutely, indeed. But before everybody needs to go ahead and say, hey, everything for the Lakers, I will be covering more of this, uh, not only on the post game for the game against the Warriors, ironically, that's coming up tomorrow, but also I'm looking to do a show Monday, hopefully with Sean Grice, where we'll cover not only the fact that the Draymond Green situation, but the Victor Wimbyama situations in the next couple of days, I'm going to cover that might be a benefit for the Lakers as far as getting a trade done for Russell Westbrook and how they may not even have to give up the draft picks in order to get the players that they want that will help their team this year. Penny My Cat says Draymond punches pool and a day after Paul is making a mock roster with Draymond on the Lakers. <laughs> Gotta love Lakers fans. Penny My Cat, I mean, I think that all came about again because Trey Young already started that conversation on Twitter when he said he thought that Draymond by that punch was working his way to Lakers. I think that just got Lakers fans excited. I saw Lakers social media just like blow up after that with all these trades and the three-way trades. I know that uh, as far as you're hearing Bill Simmons that was also talking about it on his podcast and also Zach Lowe's podcast. So yeah, they're just uh, the rampant rumors are already abound because of what happened with Draymond Green and Again, you know, it'd be great to get a player like that if you know he's, A, going to be healthy and if you know he's going to be productive and if he'll fit in a system like what Golden State has. Because, again, it's all, with Draymond Green, it's all about fit and it's all about where he, he goes on the roster. But I really want to know who leaked that video to TMZ as well. Some cashola probably got handed over for that. I want to know what the price tag was. That's what I was curious about. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break, and we'll go ahead and make sure to wrap this up real good over the next few minutes. But before we head on out, Dom, I wanted to ask you this. Are there more players under the radar? I'm thinking one right now that might eventually blossom into one of the premier players in the league in Evan Mobley. I think he's someone that people now seem to need to be considering near the top of the draft, second, third rounder at the latest. He is someone, if he stays healthy, gets you points. He can get you some threes. Obviously, gets you rebounds, even with Jared Allen there. And, of course, he gets you block shots and even some steals. Someone who can get you considerable numbers over across not just one, two, but even three, four, and five categories. Is there anyone else that you're seeing as someone that could rise in the next couple of years to be a premier fantasy basketball player? I'm going to say... Uh top three pick from this year's NBA draft and Jabari Smith. He's an Evan Mobley type player. He was, I thought he was great coming out of Auburn. I really liked him. He is a shooter, but he's six eleven, So obviously you can get a lot out of him rebound shooting, even the assist category. He does it all. And I think the Rockets got a great deal of getting him in the NBA draft. I really like him a lot. One of the things I also want to go ahead and close out the show on are players at the top of the draft or once at the top of the draft, once no brainers at the top of the draft that due to injuries over the past year, couple years, three years, maybe have fallen off like a cliff as far as the perspective, as far as where they once were in the hierarchy of fantasy basketball drafts. I th- I know everybody's talking about LeBron. LeBron is no longer a gimme top five player as far as for the upcoming draft. He's someone that even after a 30 point season with the durability questions, since he's become a Laker has been there as far as dropping down. You're also talking about Kawhi Leonard, who when he's on the court 
you know, actually produces quite a big, quite big numbers across the board. Paul George is another individual like that on the Clippers. Devonta Simonis is someone who's also a player that, you know, when he's healthy and out there has been able to provide numbers across the board. What are your thoughts on this? Because again, there were quite a few big name players who were out an extended period of time last year that are a little bit down, or at least, you know, people, uh, let's see, these leagues are a little bit down on this time this year as far as the coming up on the drafts. Who might you think might get a good rebound in someone that you might say, hmm, second or third or fourth round might actually be a pretty good steal for my team? Yeah, I decided to take a glance at the do not draft list, and it seemed like the Clippers and the Lakers were both coming up on there, and obviously you're going to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, but I'd say Kawhi Leonard, he's really risky. He hasn't played. He didn't play at all last year. I think he's going to come out angry. He wants to show everyone that he's going to look better than ever, even coming off this ACL injury, which is bad, and I think the Clippers could have done a lot if he was healthy, but I think he's going to come back this year. He's going to look better than ever, and he's going to make the Clippers look good again and hopefully make a playoff run, which they've been hoping for with Paul George and Kawhi. Absolutely, indeed. Once again, it's Gerald Glasser for the Lakers Fast Break along with my good friends Chris and Dom Lardieri from the Domination Sports Nation. If you want the latest news in the world of sports, please go ahead and check out what they're doing every single week at the Domination Sports Nation, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, they're my co-hosts. They're the guys that are there every single week with me at Inside Sports Fantasy Football, breaking down fantasy football like no other. In fact, we do a lot of great things, including we go ahead and talk about our favorite picks as far as outside of fantasy football. We go into the NFL each and every week as far as picks for the week. And, of course, the most famous thing about it is woof, 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 the doghouse for all those underdogs out there that, you know, as far as for entertainment purposes only. We don't want to encourage betting, but my gosh, it's out there so much. We always got to go ahead and help you out there at Inside Sports Fantasy Football, indeed. But before we head on out, there's one big question I want to ask you when it concerns a player that's going to be out there on draft boards, not as high as everyone sees it initially. So, but you'll see people taking a reach on him dependent on his health. And we talked about health being an issue with a lot of these guys for the past few years. And a lot of them now are, are thought of lower. Actually, too, when you talk about Damian Lillard, who only played 29 games last year, will he ground to form? But Zion Williamson is the name that I want to go ahead and point out to everyone that's right now probably someone, if he was healthy, would be in the top 10 in all or every prospective NBA draft. Unfortunately, he is down quite a bit because nobody even knows if Laps should be able to play a full season again. Yeah, I actually like the Pelicans going into this season. They gave the Suns a run for their money in the playoffs, and that was a pretty good series, and I thought the Suns would get a sweep in that series. But anyway, Zion's back. They have C.J. McCollum. I think Zion obviously has had a lot of time off and gained some pounds there as well. But I think Zion's going to look good. He's their franchise player, and if he doesn't like it this year, then he's a free agent soon, and he can go wherever he wants to. One last thing I want to ask you, is there any deep, deep sleepers? Because, you know, sleepers is always the word that everybody likes to talk about in fantasy sports, whether it's fantasy baseball, football, or basketball. Are there any deep sleepers you're thinking about there, like for the later rounds, the sixth, 
seventh, eighth, and so forth. Well, I got a guy from the Denver Nuggets. It's Bones Highland. You've probably never heard of him, but no, he, I have. <laughs> he did great in their playoff series against the Warriors, and he was a great perimeter shooter for them. He stretched the floor while Jamal Murray is obviously out. I like him a lot. He's a sleeper to go snagging late rounds. Bones Highland. I've got one for everyone out there, and it is unfortunately going to be on a team that is not going to do well. They are going to be part of the Victor Wembanyama Tankathon, and that is the San Antonio Spurs' Devin Vassell. With the fact that they traded away their best player to Atlanta over the course of the past couple months, and Keldon Johnson is, I think, out with an injury right now as he comes into the draft, but he will be back shortly. It looks like that possibly Devin Vassell may be the best player right now on the San Antonio Spurs. So as someone who plays the wing spot as both a guard and a forward, he may be someone that you want to look for in your later rounds of your draft that might be able to get you some numbers early on that might help you get off to a good early lead. Yeah, I have two more if that's okay. I have Absolutely. I have PJ Washington of the Charlotte Hornets. Obviously, we all know the Miles Bridges situation. I've mm-hmm. liked PJ Washington since college and he was at Kentucky. He stretches the floor for the Hornets. Of course, the Hornets are still rebuilding with LaMelo Ball, but I like how he plays along with LaMelo. He's a shooter and he also likes to attack the basket. He has a big body and I like PJ Washington. And then finally, the Nets center, Nicholas Claxton. He's obviously not the best scorer, but I like Nicholas Claxton for the rebounds and the blocks and how he contributes to the Nets on defense. How would you differentiate him from someone, let's say, who I mentioned earlier, Jared Allen of the Cleveland Cavaliers? I would say Jared Allen's more of a scorer, and the Cavs like to look at him in different ways. Uh, Obviously, you have Evan Mobley in Cleveland. He's going to get more of the points, but Jared Allen, he's there to stretch the floor and make the Cavs look bigger, while for the Nets, Claxton's more skinnier on the Mobley side, and he's kind of their only option, honestly. And that comes as far as him being available and also Jakob Pertl. Those guys will probably be available a little bit later in the draft because of the fact that they get you rebounds and block shots. But if you're in a league that also is dependent on free throw percentage as one of the scoring as far as for your league, they may be a little bit lower on your league simply because of the fact that both are horrendous free throw shooters. So beware uh, of those players, you, you must, if you got to take them, you got to take them because they both are in the lineup a lot. They both go ahead again, provide rebounds and block shots, but be aware if you're in a league that counts for free throw shooting percentage and you're going to play them a lot, you better have some good free throw shooters to counteract the poor shooting by those two individuals. Yeah. Go for anyone on the golden state warriors. They have their free throw shooters there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed. But Once again, it's been great talking to you guys. Truly appreciate the time that you take out of your day to go ahead and talk to us here and also Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Dom, before you head on out, if you can go ahead and give us a a shout out on what you guys do at Domination Sports Nation, I'd really, truly appreciate it and let everybody know why they need to check out the Domination Sports Nation. Yeah, Domination Sports Nation, we give you a little bit of everything. We give you football, basketball, baseball, and anything else that's going on in the sports world. Obviously, it's been a while, but we'll get you caught up on the NFL, all the drama that's going on there, especially the Denver Broncos situation, which is very interesting. And then, of course, you have yours truly from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Chris, joining me on Domination Sports Nation, where we'll talk about 
all things sports and get you caught up on everything. Basketball, baseball, there's a lot going on right now. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. It just felt funny, though, when you mentioned Denver. When you have a local television station apologizing for the local football team, that's pretty sad. That's pretty sad indeed. But, yeah, it just <laughs> – uh chris any last thoughts on the way out my friend thanks again for having us the podcast is dom hyphen in nation podcast find it wherever you find your pods download and subscribe to that show absolutely yeah absolutely indeed once again inside sports fantasy football part of the pop culture cosmos and also on its own channel inside sports fantasy football and of course as i mentioned earlier dom eh, with the i dom it nation Sports Nation, that's Dom in Nation, Sports Nation, right there for you, wherever you get your podcast. Truly two great shows that I hope everyone will give a chance to coming up in the near future. If you really like your sports and your football, go ahead and check it out there. But you mentioned it, Chris, before we head on out. want to go ahead and mention, in your drafts, if you see someone that you know is looking for a big payday, they're in a contract year, you know, like Kyrie Irving, for instance. I know Kyrie Irving has been one of the most unreliable players over the past few years. And I've even said on this show myself, if there's any year he's going to commit, it's got to be this year in a contract year, which could be one of his last opportunities to get a big extended year contract. So he may be someone near the top of the food chain as far as the draft is concerned that you might want to consider for a second, third or fourth round pick if he's there. So Once again, it's trying to give you the best advice you can. If you have any questions on fantasy basketball or fantasy football, you can go ahead and hit me up on that. But fantasy basketball owners out there or prospective fantasy basketball owners, please go ahead and hit me up at Lakers Fast Break. I can always hit up Dom and Chris with any questions you have or I'll answer myself. You can always hit me up here on the YouTube in the comments as well. If you want to join our league, the draft starts this Thursday at 5 p.m. Just letting everybody know. I have a link in the top in the chat, but I also have a link down below in the description. So go ahead and join it today. If you don't know where it is or you forget where it is, hit me up at LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com or LakersFastBreak on Twitter. I'm more than happy to always go ahead and provide it. Again, if we fill up that league and you want more spaces or you want to go ahead and play, I'll make another league and we'll go ahead and do that one as well. So I want to go ahead and make sure we take care of our fellow Lakers fans as far as out there playing fantasy basketball this year. Coming up tomorrow, of course, we've got Joe Soro coming back at you. We also got, I heard a rumor that Mr. Laker Tom may be back. He's actually tweeted it out on Twitter, at Laker Tom on Twitter, that he is going to return to us for the Sunday post game against Golden State. So I'm looking forward to hearing their thoughts, not only on the Lakers, what's going on with the game, you know, with the Draymond Green punching, you know that Laker Tom's making those fake trades again. It's gone up to a, a higher level than normal. So he's making those projected trades out there. So also as well, you know, he's going to be talking about it. Plus, we're going to go ahead and go into more detail on Draymond Green. So I'm looking forward to that. And again, Monday, if I get a show going with Sean Grice, we'll be covering that and why Draymond Green's situation and Victor Wembanyama is now readjusting a lot of teams' thinking and how that could benefit the Lakers as well. So, guys, Chris and Dom Lonnieri from Domination Sports Nation and Inside Sports Fantasy Football, truly appreciate the time that you take to go ahead and talk to us today on Fantasy Basketball. And for everyone out there playing Fantasy Basketball this season, again, hit me up if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer. But always, good luck in your fantasy league, whether it's our league or your own league. 
Good luck out there in fantasy basketball this year. And you can always hit us up with any questions right here at the Lakers Fast Break.